Welcome to Kubi's commentary for the week of August 2nd, 2021. Hard to believe another month has gone by. Well, looking back, February 17th is indeed a special day in that it is the birthday of both Michael Jordan and my wife. It also marked the top of the Chinese stock market, which has subsequently nosedived over 25%, including 8.72% just last week. The S&P 500 has gained 12.49% during that time frame. Now, as these nations compete for gold medals in the Olympics, they also compete for global economic leadership, making this uh, performance disparity significant as it suggests that foreign capital continues to favor the U.S. markets for investment. The most recent downturn was triggered by China's decision to have a $100 billion dollar uh, its $100 billion private tutoring industry operate as nonprofits and have no foreign ownership. In addition to the Chinese stock market, most of the other speculative bubbles such as SPACs, cryptocurrencies, and meme stocks have also been deflating rather than popping. The major indexes remain near record levels, but last week there was a modest decline in the market, or perhaps it's more accurate to say there was a decline in Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Microsoft as the entire 0.4% decline in the S&P 500 can be attributed to those four companies. In fact, the S&P mid-cap and small-cap indexes rose 1.16% and 1.72% respectively, while advancing issues outnumbered declining issues 2026 to 1,469. Corporate earnings continue to dramatically exceed estimates, including the reports from those mega-caps, with almost 60% of companies having reported a record 88% of beaten estimates by an incredible 17.2%. The blended earnings growth for the second quarter is 85.1% today, compared to an earnings growth rate of 74.1% last week and an earnings growth of 63.1% at the end of the second quarter, June 30th. These enormous increases are versus the pandemic de uh, devastated results from uh, the year ago quarter, but are still approximately 15% higher than the results of the second quarter of 2019. The economic data during the week came in slightly softer than anticipated, with GDP up 6.5%, which was nearly 2% below estimates. The surge in the Delta variant also poured some cold water on growth outlook, with increasing restrictions on economic activity in hotspot areas. This potential near-term slowdown bolstered the Fed's case for keeping rates lower longer, with no new hints of tightening coming out of the FOMC meeting on Wednesday. The yield on the 10-year Treasury slipped five basis points to 1.24%, while gold inched up and the dollar weakened fractionally. The big news in Chicago was that the White Sox acquired closer Craig Kimbrell from the Cubs. For those not following baseball, Kimbrell is an eight-time All-Star and two-time reliever of the year. I believe we will get to see Kimbrell in action during the 2021 World Series. Uh, the disclaimer is the statement is not a guarantee of future performance and undue reliance on it should not be placed. Bustling earnings season buzzes along. As we look forward to this week, it will be the busiest week of earnings season with 148 S&P 500 companies reporting results for the second quarter. Investors will be paying particular attention to the forward guidance and any color provided on the cost pressures and pricing power that companies are disclosing. The economic calendar is also full with reports due out uh, including updates on construction spending, factory orders and durable goods orders early in the week, and the July employment report on Friday. The consensus forecast for the jobs report is an 800,000 rise in non-farm payrolls. Any surprise to the upside or downside could reset the thinking on the timing of normalizing monetary policy. The jobs reports 
have been wildly volatile recently, and one must also wonder whether the ship has sailed for normal monetary policy anyway. After months of negotiations, the U.S. Senate will be voting on a $550 billion infrastructure bill that will provide $110 billion in new spending for roads and bridges, $73 billion of power grid upgrades, $66 billion for rail and Amtrak, and $65 billion for broadband expansion. Turning to stocks on the move. Advanced Micro Devices was up 15.2%. Last week, they reported very strong second quarter earnings of $0.63 cents on revenue of $3.85 billion. Um, or a 99% year-over-year and 12% quarter-over-quarter growth. The computing graphic segment results were driven by higher client and graphics processor sales, while the enterprise embedded and semi-custom segment results were driven by higher revenues from the EPYC and semi-custom product sales. Echo Brands was up 11.1%. Again, another fantastic earnings report. Uh, they came out with the earnings of 43 cents a share on 517.8 million of revenue with the recent power a acquisition contributing 50.7 million dollars in sales these exceptional earnings were driven by organic growth in all segments and significant end market recovery petmed express was up 13 percent last week uh, they also came out with uh, earnings really were not so terrific they were impacted by a return to normal uh, consumer activity particularly in cases where pet owners resume veterinary visits and order medications directly from the vet providers. The company also incurred a charge related to the recent CEO separation agreement. Consolidated Communications was down 12%. They came out with earnings, which I have to admit were quite confusing. Um, although they did earn 22 cents a share on revenue of $320 million. Uh, they and they keep focusing on the uh, upgrade of their fiber plan being on track with 76,000 upgrades completed in the quarter. And they did point out also consumer broadband revenue, which is their growth uh, engine, grew 3.7%. Westwood Holdings was up 11.3%. Uh, they came up with really strong earnings as well. Uh, very nice earnings, which were up um, you know, to 35 cents for the quarter and revenue uh, was up 10%. Uh, their mutual funds are beating their primary benchmarks, and they did declare a special dividend of $2.50 per share, payable August 6, 2021. Thank you for listening. I look forward to talking to you again next week, and go White Sox.